Hello, this is Michael Gatewood. I am the lead servant of Grayson's Life Church, and this is our podcast. We thank you for telling your friends and hope you'll listen in. We pray that this teaching makes your life simple, plain, and uncomplicated. series crossover and if you weren't with us last uh, at, uh, last session when we talked about the hitman what a powerful message well on today we're going to do things just a little differently not too much but I believe you're going to be excited about the message on today because we're going to be talking about the mark we're going to be talking about the mark uh, before we jump into the message and we talk to you a little bit about the mark, just want to encourage you to hold to his hand. The times that we're in, the things that we're going through, I, I, you know, if it had not been for the Lord, amen, if it had not been for the Lord on our side, where or where would we be? I don't know about you, but I am thankful for the Lord being on our side. How about you? Aren't you glad he's on your side? Now, I don't know if why you're here. I don't know. But I want to encourage you 
if you hear something that pricks your heart and makes you want to give your life to Jesus, makes you want to turn back to him, we want to encourage you to do that today. To turn back to him. For those of you who are struggling. The cupboards are empty. The refrigerator is bare. God knows what you need before you need it. And he will supply all of your needs according to his riches and glory. Yes, he will. He'll supply all of your needs according to his riches and glory. Let us pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we just pray, Lord, as we get ready to go into this teaching, that it will uplift, it will uplift, it will shift their perspective and broaden their understanding in Jesus' name. Let those that have ears to hear, listen and understand. Allow me to decrease that you may increase and that your word will be made manifest in their life and in this message in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. All right, amen. So I'm, on, I'm, I'm excited on today because we really, I want to share with you this message about the mark. We've been talking about crossing over. I don't know if you have an addiction that you're trying to overcome, but I don't know if uh, you're an abuser and you, and, you, and you feel locked in or you're abused and can't escape. And there's so many of us that have so much uh, smut and dirt and filth hanging over the cross that we will never cross over to Jesus. Well, I want to I encourage you on today to cross over to Jesus. I want to encourage you today to make that move. Amen. And amen. So on today, I want to talk to you about crossover, about uh, uh, the mark. The mark. Will you be a target Hello somebody. I said, will you be a target? Or will you set some goals? Is it about achievement or bereavement? I don't know about you, but it's about achievement for me. Will you make the mark in this life be a sign of what's to come or a symbol of what you stand on? When you make the mark, will it be a a, a, a sign of what's to come or a symbol of what you stand on. Is the mark 
an indication of your situation or an impression disguised as a lesson discovered to be a blessing. The mark is the boundaries you set to keep you from being bound to the people or their problems. Come on somebody. The mark designates position and separates disposition. Everybody is not built like you and everybody ain't built for you. The mark you leave on people Will it be grading? Or will the mark you leave on people be degrading? The mark that you leave on people, will it be grading? Or will the mark that you leave on people be degrading? <laughs> the mark you leave in this life, let it be notable that people are able to notice the Christ in you. I want you to go with me. Go with me. To the good book. Brethren. I count not myself to be apprehended, but this thing that I do, this one thing that I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth onto those things which are before, I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of Jesus Christ. See, the city of Philippi, at the time this particular message of scripture was penned, it was considered the gateway to Europe. This city was named after Philip of Macedonia, who was the father of Alexander the Great. Philippi was by all possible points of view a miniature Rome. By evangelizing Philippi, this ensured that the gospel would spread throughout the Roman Empire. The Philippian church could be considered an ideal church because it was one which was grateful and generous. This letter serves as a spiritual love of sorts, filled with warmth and gratitude. The Philippian church has sent to Paul as a gift. So this letter was a means of Paul saying thank you for their kindness. Even though this letter was written in the midst of hardship while Paul was a prisoner, it still shouts victory and joy because the words joy and rejoicing are used 16 times in these four short chapters we're, we're talking about the book of uh, James in order to reach our goal the first thing I want you to bear in mind you have to keep your eyes fixed 
on the goal. Stay focused. Paul had a vision and a goal ahead of him. And he is letting us know that he is keeping his eyes on the goal. Okay. And, and, and that's why he begins with uh, brethren. I count not myself to be apprehended. But this one thing that I do. Forgetting the things which are behind. And reaching forth unto the those things which are before. A lot of times. You know, I, I, I've said this before, it's not the leap forward that changes your life. It's what you're willing to leave behind. So when we're setting a goal, when we're setting a goal, we have to be fixed on what's ahead instead of gazing at what's behind us. This is Paul, Paul, Paul wanted us to know this. Secondly, you must press on. Paul says, I press towards the mark. Whenever there's a challenge facing you, you must learn how to press. Paul uses an analogy of a race to show that we are constantly striving toward our goal. When he talks about the race not being given to the swift. But the one who is faithful. Who stays focused. I'm talking to you today about the mark. I'm talking to you today about the mark. Will you be a target? Or will you set some goals? Because see... Uh, I ask that question because a lot of people become a target because they won't set any goals. And because there's no achievement, they end up in bereavement. They end up in depression. Because there is no succession. Will the mark you make in this life be a sign of what's to come or a sign of what you stand on? Will the mark that you make in this life be a sign of what's to come? What am I saying? Will how you carry yourself tell me who you really are? Or will the with the way that you stand fast, show me who you are in Christ Jesus. Is the mark in your life an indication of your situation, of what you're going through, or what you're going through? Or is it an impression disguised as a lesson discovered to be a blessing? And I ask that question because when 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 I begin to have a heart palpitations, I thought I was having a heart attack, and I have never been so in tuned with my body. And you know, there is times that I was crying because I wanted the Lord to remove this infirmity from me, but because of this infirmity, I have become firm in my faith. So 
So it's the mark in your life, an indication of your situation or an impression disguised as a lesson discovered to be a blessing. That mark is the boundaries you set to keep from being bound to people or their problems. Because so, sometimes you have to let people know where your help comes from. Sometimes you have to let people know what you stand on and what you're standing in. Sometimes you have to let people know who you roll with. Sometimes you have to let people know because they don't know. And they say silence is consent. That's what they say. The mark designates positions and separates disposition. Now there have been some talk about the mark. There have been some talk about the mark. And I, I want to talk a little bit about that because there have been some talks about the mark. Is that is the COVID-19, is it the mark of the beast? Yes. Is it the mark of the beast? I had a person call me. And ask me. Had I got the vaccine? I had a person call me and ask me. And I kind of responded, no. Because I hadn't. I hadn't got it because I felt like, um, my body wouldn't be able to handle the vaccine because I have a heart condition. And, you know, I, I, and a lot of people think it has something to do, some people think it is the mark of the beast. So I, I want to just read a couple of scriptures. We're going to go to Revelation, and I'm not going to, this, you know, there's 89 verses on the mark of the beast, so I'm not going to go through all of them. I'm going to go through a few of them, and just, you know, just, I want you to really think. Uh, Revelation chapter 13, verses 16 through 18, this is King James, and he causeth all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bound, to receive a mark 
in their right hand or in their foreheads, and that no man might buy or sell, save he that had the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Here is wisdom. Let him that have understanding count the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man, and his number is six hundred three score and six 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 six. Okay. Revelation 14, And the third angel followed them, saying with a loud voice, If any man worship the beast and his image, and receive his mark in his forehead or in the hand, the same shall drink of the wine of the wrath of God, which is poured out without mixture into the cup of his indignation, and he shall be tormented with fire and brimstone in the presence of the holy angels, in the presence of the Lamb, and the smoke of their torment ascendeth up for ever and ever, and they have no rest day or night who worship the beast and his image, and who uh, whosoever receiveth the mark or of his name. So I believe this is the consequence um, for receiving the mark. And then the other thing, the, the first scripture said, you know, there won't be no buying or selling. And there's a lot of people who don't, if you don't get the vaccine, you, you know, you can't buy certain things. So, you know, that, you know, that's questionable. Okay. Uh, Revelation 7 verses 2 to 3. I saw another angel ascending from the east, having the seal of the living God. And he cried with a loud voice to the four angels to whom it was given to hurt the earth and the sea, saying, hurt not the earth, neither the sea nor the trees, till they have sealed the servants of God in their forehead. Um, okay, let me see, cause and the beast was taken, this is Revelation 19, 20, and the beast was taken with him, the false prophet that wrought miracles before him, which he deceived them that had received the mark of the beast and them that worship his image. Therefore, both were cast alive in the lake fire burning. So those who receive the uh, mark of the beast are going to be deceived uh, by false prophets. Let's go to Chronicles. King Solomon gave the queen of Sheba all her desire whatsoever she asked beside that which she had brought into the king. So she turned and went her way uh, to her own land. She and her servants, now the weight of the gold that's, uh, that came to Solomon in, the, in one year was 603 scores, uh, six talents of gold. Beside, 666 again, 666 again. Beside that which Chapman merchants bought, and all the kings of Arabia governors of country bought gold and silver to Solomon, and the king Solomon made 200 targets of beaten gold, 600 shekels of beaten gold went uh, to one target. Okay. First John 4. Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirit whether they are of God, because many false prophets are gone out into the world. Hereby know ye the Spirit of God, every spirit that confesseth that Jesus Christ is come 
in the flesh is, is of God. And every spirit that confesseth not that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is not of God. And this is that spirit of the Antichrist. Hmm. Therefore, uh, wherefore ye have heard that it shall come, and even now already it is in the world, ye are of God. Little children have overcome them, because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. They are of the world, therefore speak there of the world, and the world heareth them. We are of God. He that knoweth God hears us, and he that is not of God does not hear us. Hereby know we are no hereby know we the spirit of truth. So we need to know the truth, because it's the truth that makes us free. Um Let's read, uh, this is in Daniel, Daniel 7.25. He shall speak great words against the Most High and shall wear out the saints of the Most High and think to change times and laws and they shall be given into his hand until a time and times the dividing of time. Okay. Now, um. I want you to think about this because a couple things that I've noticed the calendar was changed. It used to be Sunday to Saturday. Now it's Monday. Uh, uh, Monday to Sunday. But it used to be Sunday to Saturday. So that's just something for you to think about. Um, I'm going to read a couple more things to you and then we're going to uh, jump back in to this conversation about the mark. I told you it's going to be a little uh, different today because we're going a little deeper. We're going deeper. Say go deeper. Because I don't want you to just know the mark is not just a goal. But it's also the mark. I'm talking about the mark uh, of the beast on today. You know, we really want to be cognizant of what is going on around us because we don't know what's what in revelation i mean in daniel chapter 7 it says like a lion-like beast in verse 4 babylon and meet persia bear-like beast uh greece leopard-like beast rome ten-horned beast okay uh that's a ver and this is uh daniel 7 verse 4 daniel 7 verse 5 Daniel 7 verse 6 and Daniel 7 verse 7. And then in Revelation 13 verse 2, the mouth of a lion, Babylon, the feet of a bear, uh, Media Persia, the uh, uh, like a leopard, verse 2, and having ten horns, verse 1, in Revelation chapter 13. So you know this you know this you know this it's been said like the bear is is uh, uh i believe that's a symbol for germany and the eagle you know so we really have to i don't want to speak out of context but i really want you to really need to pay attention to what's going on what is god's mark or symbol of authority and you know 
what is the mark? What is the mark? What mark will you make in this life? Will it be a, a sign of what's to come? Or a symbol of what you stand on? So that's very important. Now, I, I shared those scriptures with you. You can go ahead and look at it for yourself. But I don't be, I myself personally does not do not believe that the COVID-19 uh, vaccination is a the mark of the beast, but I do believe it is a catalyst. It is a catalyst or the beginning of, of things to lead to the mark of the beast. Does that make it any does that make it any worse? Does that make it any better? I believe it's about the same, but I don't believe it's the mark, but it, I do believe it's a a a a, a, key, uh, a part of things to come. So that's what I believe. But when I look at scripture, um it's not mandatory for everybody to get this vaccination just yet. But in certain parts, it is mandatory. So, you know, it makes you wonder. And a lot of, you know, a lot of people are looking for a chip. A lot of people are looking for a mark in the forehead. But that's how the enemy is. He will make you, have you looking for one thing. It's like uh, magic, misdirection. We're looking at, we're looking at uh, something. Or we're looking at, we're really looking at nothing while something is happening over here. So we want to be careful that uh, we're not taken by surprise or overtaken because of what we, we, what we think is one thing is really something else. You know, and while we're looking for that uh, stamp of approval on our forehead, it could be the vaccine. I don't believe it is, but it could be. I certainly believe that it's that it's um, that it's the beginning of things to come. I certainly believe that it also is a catal a catalyst for a lot of uh, uh, or a uh, it's opening to door opening 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 the door to uh, a lot of things that uh, Christians are going to have to really. Be willing to uh, uh, sacrifice and stand up and say who they really are. So um, I don't want to uh, go uh, get too deep in this because you know I, I gave you some scriptures. You can pretty much uh, it's eighty nine, so I'm not gonna go through all of that. I would have to really do a teaching on the mark of the beast, and that's what this this that's not that's not what this teaching is about. This teaching is about the mark. It's about making your mark. It's about uh, setting a target, setting goals, or becoming a target. It's about uh, leaving your mark in this life as a symbol and not a sign of what's to come, but a symbol of what you stand on. It's about uh, making your mark uh, that it become. Uh, uh, it, it's it's about making a mark. That's an impression. 
that's disguised as a lesson, but discovered to be a blessing. It's not about making a mark or that is an indication of your situation. Okay? So, uh, uh, the last thing I want to talk to you about in making or the mark is um, for the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord, because God's standard is perfection. And this is in Romans 8, 28. God's standard is perfection. Bullseye. Anything less than perfect is considered missing the mark. Are you missing the mark? Are you missing the mark? You know, it would be a shame... For some, for for some of you, it will be a shame it'll be a shame to um it'd be a shame to uh Miss heaven and make hell. <laughs> I know some people can't believe I said that. But that's not just for you, but that's for me too. It'd be a shame to make heaven and miss hell. I mean, make hell and miss heaven. But a lot of us are going to miss heaven and make hell. Because we think we're we, we we think we are we have made it, we think we're doing well and unfortunately it is just the opposite. So I wanna encourage you today to um be encouraged and make the mark, don't miss the mark, but make the mark. Because God loves you. And he wants us all. To make it through. He wants us all. To miss hell and make heaven. teaching and I you know I pray you'll you know tell your friends and listen and and, and tell them to listen in um, we usually uh, upload these teachings or the replay every Sunday so until next time I hope your life is made plain simple and uncomplicated and you don't have to miss the mark make your mark give your life to Jesus today he's waiting for you
It's not hard. All you have to do is turn from your sin, repent, ask the Lord to forgive you, and say, Lord Jesus, I ask you to come into my life. I would like to give my life to you today and become a part of your family. In Jesus' name, amen. That's it. Find a Bible-believing church and, 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 and get involved. Get engaged. Join a small group. Okay? Join a small group. Get involved in uh, Sabbath school. Join a Bible uh, study. Uh, get involved. Get engaged. So you can involve in ministry. So you can involve in your life. Now, if you'd like to connect with us, we want to encourage you to go to uh, the website at graysonslifechurch.blogspot.com. You can also reach us via email at G as in go, L as in look, C as in cat, I as in igloo, period. S as in super, T as in tree, U as in unique, D as in divinity, Y as in you. So that's glci.study at gmail.com. That is the email for Grayson's Life Church. If you'd like to get involved with us today or find out how you can become a volunteer, a partner, or even join a uh, small group, uh, we would love to have you. If you just want to, if you're uh, in need of a covering and you're a leader and you don't, and you want to be taught, you want to learn, you want to grow, and you want to uh, reap the harvest because the laborers are few. If you just want to learn about ministry and how to lead in your calling, email us or call us. 813-575-0135 if you have a prayer request and uh, this is uh, you can uh, text your prayer request to 813-575-0135 that's 813-575-0135 we want to thank you again for joining us today and we'll catch you on next week god bless